0: Welcome to Christ Church of Fort Thomas, Kentucky. My name is Edward Good, and I'm pastor of this
1: uh, Congregation of the United Church of Christ, where our guiding statement is that we embrace all as we journey the way of Jesus. I know last week, in the videos that we shared for Sunday worship, we shared that there wasn't going to be one for online this week. Well, we had a whole bunch of folks who ended up coming down with COVID and some other sicknesses and some people who couldn't make it and some other things. So I decided this morning I just recorded the audio from the scripture reading and the sermon from Worship Today. And so I'm going to play that after this. Um, It felt like it was a message that um, it very much spoke to my heart. I know that's sort of funny considering the one I I shared it. But often what we share as pastors is really what's stirring within us. And so it spoke to me in terms of the closing of the year and then looking ahead to the the year ahead. So um, there's no video with it, just the audio. Um, But I did want to share that with you. So, next week we're going to be jumping into our next uh, series that we're going to be looking at in the first part of the year, and we'll get to that when we get there. So, I hope you have a happy and a blessed and safe new year.
2: Our scripture lesson today is from Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through 38. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered the a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. was customary under the law. Then he took him in his arms, and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too." There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Pasher. She was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem.
1: Okay. So, we don't have a lot of stories about the child Jesus. You look at the four Gospels and you look at all the things that are talked about in the Gospels about Jesus, we only have a handful of stories that speak of the baby or the child Jesus. So, of course, we have the the birth stories around which we have been centering over the last uh, several weeks in Advent and, of course, uh, to Christmas. We have a story of Jesus at around 10, 12 years old where he at least in the view of his parents, gets lost in Jerusalem, but then they find him teaching the the religious leaders and the rulers, teaching in the temple. And then we have this story. Now, Jesus doesn't really have a very active role in this story. Jesus is just an infant. He is being brought for the dedication, almost kind of like a baptism, you might say, um, of him as a child. It was a act of Mary and Joseph dedicating
0: him to the Lord. And that's it. That's all we got. This story today, though,
1: is a story I I dearly, dearly love this story for a bunch of different reasons, but just two that I want to lift up uh, briefly today. The first, and this isn't really the center of what we're going to be focusing on, but the first is, I love the fact that this woman, Anna, that's the only place we ever hear about her in the Gospels, in the rest of the New Testament. is the only place we hear about her. But Anna is described as a prophet. She's not just a, a woman who happens to be kind of living in the temple. We read about that, that she's a widow and up to the age of 84, that she lives in the temple day and night. You know, she's not just living there. She's a prophet. And I think that's hugely significant because there are not very many women throughout the entirety of the Bible that are lifted up as prophets. There's a few others. There's a couple others who are named in the Hebrew scriptures, but not many. The vast majority of the prophets are are men. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Elijah, Elisha, Nathan, John and so forth, all of these, very few are women. And I think it's important for us to take a moment and just recognize that. Now, we don't know what it was about what she did or taught that had her recognized as a prophet, but she was. Reality is Christianity doesn't have the greatest track record of its affirmation of the roles of women still to this day in some branches of the church. And so whenever we have a moment like this, it's important to lift this up, of this role that Anna had in some way in that ancient faith community, and that she saw something in Jesus, just as Simeon did. And she becomes one of the first people to go and tell others about him. So that's the first thing. But the second is something that that speaks to... Reality for both Simeon and Anna. And that is that they are both people who are living faith in the slow lane.
0: Living faith in the slow lane. Anna's been there in the temple for decades.
1: We don't know how old she was when she became a widow, but presumably it's been 40, 50, maybe even 60 years that Anna has been living this way, this prophet role living there in the
0: temple day and night. 60 years. And we don't know if, like Simeon, she had some kind of idea that she was
1: going to see the Messiah. We don't know that. We don't know a whole lot, again, about her. But for 60 plus years,
0: living out faith day in and day out. That is living faith in the slow lane. Simeon is similar. We don't know exactly how old Simeon was. We don't
1: know all of his story. Again, this is the you know, like with Anna. This is the only place we hear about this man. But somehow some way he has this idea that he is going to see the Messiah before he dies. We don't know what it was about that moment. Maybe he had this crystal clear vision decades before of he saw this exact-looking woman like Mary and Joseph and the child appearing.
0: We don't know this, but there was something, there was something that he saw. And that for decades, each time maybe he came into the temple, he looked. Maybe today's the day. Maybe today's the day. Maybe, oh wait, is that child, is is that the Messiah? No, that's not it. What about that? No. Day after day, week after week, month
1: after month, year after year, looking and waiting to see the fulfillment of what God had promised him. And so you have these two
0: people, Anna And Simeon, day by day, living faithfully, and waiting, and waiting, and waiting. This is not a shock to any of you, but we don't live in a slow-lane culture. In
1: fact, I heard a conversation with Jim, the the gentleman from uh, uh, Sound Company, this did the install for our sound system, talking with Mike Evans before the service about how people talk so fast nowadays and it kind of all these things kind of speed together, right?
0: Everything about our life is faster. Everything about our life is faster. And there's a lot of teachers who say that Christianity can be that same kind of
1: thing that following the way of Jesus can be that same kind of thing, that it is a fast
0: thing. You can do this, and God will change your life today. Reality is, is the way of Jesus is a lot like what we see in the story of Anna and Simeon. Do sometimes things happen in an instant? Yes, they do. vast majority of the time, faith is lived in the slow lane. It's that day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, journeying the way of Jesus. And so as we close this year, I want to invite you to reflect on where you have been. Just think back to January
1: 1st of last year. Think about maybe how have you changed in the last year.
0: Maybe go a few years before that. Go back to 2018. Go back five years ago.
1: or go back to 2013 10 years ago or go back 30 years or
0: 40 years ago how have you changed celebrate those changes celebrate the ways in which
1: god has made a transforming work in your life i can look back on 10 years ago this year beginning of november of 2023 or 2013 that was a day a time that began a transformative change in my life But it wasn't done at the end of November of 2013.
0: It's still going now. God's still doing that work in me. And so as we look back, we also look ahead.
1: At the end um, of each of the pews on the inside, I put some pieces of paper and some envelopes and some pens. And I want to invite you, if this speaks to you, this isn't a requirement for everybody to do unless you really feel like this is something that you would like to do. To write down a commitment. I don't even want to call it a resolution. It's a commitment. What is one thing that you want to commit to
0: in your following of Jesus this year? One thing. Write that on there put it in that envelope, write your name on the outside. And then after the service, just leave them up here, leave them in the back, something like that. And I will mail those to you a year from now. I don't want to read them unless you want me to keep you accountable. You can tell me what they are and I'll help you with that.
1: But this is your commitment. What is one thing? I'll tell you mine. There's a practice, and it's a little more complicated than we have to go into right now, but I'm going to be doing a practice using the Lord's Prayer for my daily prayers that is a new way for me of spending time in prayer. That's my commitment
0: for this year. What's one thing? Take some time, think about it, maybe during the prayer time, write it down, whatever it might
1: be. And then again, if you feel so led, put that in the envelope, seal it up, write your name on the outside, I will mail it to you a year from now and see how that's been at work in your life. Because we live the slow lane. And that work may take a year, it might take two, it might take
0: five. But as Simeon and Anna saw, God is faithful. God is faithful. Let us pray. Lord our God, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you
1: for the way that you do truly meet us
0: in the slow lane and meet us in your faithfulness. God, we offer to you the commitments of our lives and the power of your Holy Spirit to do that work in us. All this we pray in the name of Christ. Amen.